1: did you uh go a little bit Why too hard last night shouting uh
0: <laughs> oh, hello and welcome to another edition of the phnx dubacks podcast uh my name is the mayor
1: you still, you still remember your
0: name <laughs> I do I do it's oh we got we got air that's that that was very poorly timed jacob why why do with the lights do we have to have the lights um again thank you guys so much for joining us i'm the mayor he's the vice mayor i may have been overly excited yesterday about drew jones uh and i'm drinking a lot of water today but of course this is the phnx d-backs podcast brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings sportsbook app uh, america's top rated sportsbook app uh jesse Whew, it was a long night, buddy.
1: It was. It was. I, uh, it, was I
0: think it was a little warm
1: in here yesterday. It a little better today.
0: A little warm. Uh, I kept hydrated with plenty of Four Peaks Brewing Company beers. But, of course, uh, it was very exciting. It was a very celebratory evening. Uh, with what happened yesterday, I think the overall feeling here is that the Arizona Diamondbacks really did well in the draft not just with drew jones but with their other acquisitions as well
1: yeah landon sims uh number 34 and then ivan melendez the hispanic titanic which i happen to think is like the best it's name the best, best nickname in all ever, of like yeah. in all of college baseball and, and quite frankly <laughs> maybe all of all of sports in general so um, uh excited to have him in the organization for sure
0: um and then also uh the thing with uh landon sims as we were talking about a little bit was that landon sims has had a um Uh, he had a Tommy John surgery and that kind of made him fall a bit off of people's boards, fall down to about ranked 44th, uh, in the draft. But I think the Diamondbacks really did what they were looking for. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that they got, uh, an arm definitely for sure in this draft.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think they'll continue to get more. Um, and they are actively drafting as we speak. Um, Fortunately, the uh, the later rounds of the MLB draft move a little bit more quickly uh, <laughs> than what we did yesterday. Yeah. Um, otherwise, otherwise those poor war rooms would really become war rooms. Oh, man. Um,
0: I, I still have some critiquing of those war rooms to do. By Oh, the way. yes, you plenty. do. Yes, plenty. you do.
1: Um, yeah, we had some fun with that yesterday. Um, but anyway, yeah, the Diamondbacks have made several other picks today. Um, and we'll, we'll uh, hopefully get into some of those guys as well. But. Um, But yeah, the big names yesterday, uh, Landon Sims and Ivan Melendez, of course, on top of Drew Jones. So uh, yeah, Landon Sims. I mean, I know the Diamondbacks have, at least in a lot of people's minds, and I think this is a pretty fair critique. They have a lot of guys. um, They have a lot of guys in their system who are maybe more finesse, um, or especially at the major league level. A lot of guys in their bullpen in particular who are more finesse. Um, they're not throwing super hard. They don't have like, you know, crazy wipeout breaking pitches, that sort of a thing. Landon Sims is not that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh Landon Sims uh throws very hard. He has a plus slider. Um, and uh we talked with Ian Rebin, who's the diamondback scouting director, uh, last night, and he talked about how Sims definitely has a chance to uh be in the Major League rotation, um, that is uh their goal um but i kind of wonder ultimately if sims uh destination winds up being the bullpen he has all the makings of what you would want in a closer type of a guy a back end reliever yeah. type of a guy so um he put up insane numbers before uh before going down with tommy john surgery and i know they're they're really excited to have him um and to like you
0: said today the diamondbacks have uh what two picks i think today
1: oh they have they have already made a number of picks today have they? um yeah they have taken six players um altogether today uh so far um and i believe today goes through round number 10 um, and then we finish off with eleven through twenty tomorrow. Oh, can so.
0: we can we get the first two rounds to move that fast? Uh, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. Not,
1: it is a little weird. Like, like why why did we have to be here for for three hours for like thirty picks yesterday? When now they're you know they're <laughs> going like a pick every thirty seconds or something. But uh, they welcome to the weirdness of the MOE draft.
0: Uh, I I've already seen people wanting to put Ivan Melendez in there with uh, with this group, like uh, you know the Alec Thomas Corbin Carroll. Uh, Drew Jones, He's Fantasy. He's not an outfielder. No, I'm saying uh, in that same group at first base. Dalton Varsho, catcher. Ivan Melendez at first base. Uh, so like, sure. There's there's people the that are starting. The, 2020 the 2025 World starting Series lineup. team. Yeah, 2025
2: sure. World Series champion. That's right. 2025 <laughs> World Series.
0: Stop shouting. I told you guys. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, But speaking of a headache, there is a bit of another uh, discussion going on involving yesterday's finale between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the San Diego Padres in which uh, a person that I have no uh, reservations about talking about how much I love Luis Gonzalez. uh, He was uh, on commentary during the game and he had some comments about the players having a lack of urgency. He said some things about these guys uh, playing kind of, Laxadaisically, if you will, like not playing with a sense of urgency where they have a potential to lose their job, lose their starting position, or just not be on the team anymore to somebody else that, you know, especially with all of this up and coming talent, the Diamondbacks have
1: in their farm system. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, some of these comments, it's honestly really surprising. I mean, Luis Gonzalez is a senior advisor to Derek Hall, right? Yeah. I mean, he works in the Diamondbacks organization. He fills in on broadcasts every once in a while. And these are his words at one point during the broadcast yesterday. He said, a lot of times when you're not playing well, you may lose that opportunity. You may lose your job. I just don't see that sense of urgency from guys. Yeah. Um, and this is on the broadcast, like literally, you know, broadcasting a game in which these these players are playing. Scaling. Yeah. Scathing comments. And somehow these comments always happen. Uh, these controversial comments by Diamondbacks color analysts always happen when they're playing the San Diego Padres. <laughs> I don't really know what the deal is there. Um Mike Clevenger uh, just brings out brings out the, he brings out the, the mean side yeah. of yeah, I don't I don't know how that works. Yeah. But um but yeah, and he made some other comments too, uh, specifically about Cattell Marte and how Cattell has just not really been uh the player the Diamondbacks need him to be this year. Sure. Um, and so I thought it was interesting and I think there's probably some truth to it. I mean, Luis Gonzalez is a legend in this game for a reason, and he knows what he's seeing. Um, and the fact that he was willing to come out and, cr- and be this critical of an organization that he works for, I think is really telling. Is it not fair though? I mean, I guess a, a fair might not be the right word,
0: but is it not accurate? Uh, is he not describing what we're seeing? And again, I guess the problem there is to lump everybody in together because that's probably not the feeling. It's probably not everybody on the team that isn't showing a sense of urgency, right? Like we've mm-hmm. seen Alec Thomas play like a guy that is trying to win a position. We've played we've seen him playing like a guy that is trying to help his team win basically, is is what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Josh Rojas is another guy. Merrill Kelly. Some of these guys on the team yeah. don't, probably don't deserve to get lumped into like a group statement like sure, that. Sure. So that is probably the only unfair part of his statement. But everything else he said is very true. And I think he's mainly looking at some of these guys that we know what we can get out of them. We know what level that they can play at, but we're seeing them not reach that level. You know, uh, Cattell Marte is... Probably a prime example of that, right? Yeah, you know, I mean, he brought up the injuries to Cattell, and of course, yes, that's it. It it there have been injuries, and that's not exactly his fault, you know. But uh, there's, I think, there's a difference there in in what we're seeing. And what's weird is Cattell Marte actually has been playing pretty well. He really has, you know. So. It was weird to single him out, considering that. But
1: he I, did. I mean, he did single him out about Cattel Marte in particular. Gonzo at one point said he's shown those sparks of being a superstar player, and then of course he's had those days where he just feels like he's taking a day off out there. Mm, wow! Like that is, I would never have expected scorching Luis hot Dallas take. To, that is a yeah, that is a scorching a hot, take. hot take, especially for. You know, a hot mic in a in a TV broadcast for a game in which that player is playing—it's pretty crazy. The Clutch Connect says it's a non non-troversy I like that for me. He's just being
0: blunt, and I think that that's a good way to put it. I don't think he was trying to be controversial with these comments. No. I don't think he was trying to attack the team in any way, shape, or form. But it, it, I think what you addressed is the surprising factor of it. The Diamondbacks tend to be a team that people within the organization tend to watch what they say and they tend to be yeah. very mu- very positive about the team and try to keep things from going in that direction. I think Gonzo was just speaking from a position of a person that's very familiar with this game that's been watching this team a lot this year, you know. We have seen this team be great and I have no problem saying that. But it's been in such brief stints, <laughs> you know, that greatness that we've seen them you know attain or you know how well we can see them play this game the the phrase being thrown around now is that they're not playing a complete game or they're you know
1: sure you know they're not they're not finishing the they're game great on the days that they win right if you yeah. just if you just look at the days that they win if you look at the days they team, win they're yeah. a great team
0: no <laughs> well even in that case I wouldn't say that I'm just saying there's cases where they've played very good teams they played very well they played relatively mistake-free baseball and they were able to actually be the better team on that day versus a very good team sure. you know we've seen them play like when they played the Minnesota twins here they played the twins very tough and you know some of these teams that we've seen them uh, win series against they've they've shown in those instances the type of team they can be they just can't do it consistently right and yeah. that's that's the difference between great teams and all the other teams in baseball is the great right. ones can do it every single day Lavallo brought up the idea of these guys, you know, not thinking that, you know, not not knowing that they can win, not feeling that level of confidence of going into a game and knowing you're going to win that game. And that's yeah. the, the difference between hope and and knowing that you are, you know, capable of of being successful.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're they they kind of coasted to the finish line a little bit here the first half of the season, sure. um, eight and 16 their last 24 games. It's really been a pretty rough look over the last um Pretty much over the last month. I mean, uh, June wasn't a good month for them, and so far July hasn't really been much better. So um, hopefully the Diamondbacks can you know rest up and um, regroup and and get ready for the second half because I know that um, it's not just Luis Gonzalez who wants to see this team show a little bit more energy on the field and a little bit more. Um, you know, he wants to see them play with a little more fire. You know, some of these guys are are young players. A lot of them are young players who are trying to find their role with the team, and you want those guys to be playing with energy and playing like, you know, their job depends on it because it probably does in some ways, right? I mean, a lot of these guys don't have established roles on this team yet, and they're trying to get to that point.
0: That's that's the weird thing is, you know, baseball is one of those games that you could be easily replaced, and the Diamondbacks do have a robust farm system that right now there's plenty of guys playing triple a that would love an opportunity to come up and show what they can do. I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are going to be better than the position players that are currently there, but I mean, those guys getting an opportunity, that's uh, as far as job security goes, that's dangerous for you as a player. And you don't want the team to get to that point where they feel like they need to replace you while you're still here.
1: Right. Brandon says, get 70 wins and I will be content with this season. What do you think Derek? Are you content with 70? I'm content with 70. Okay. I'm content with 70. Wow, for a guy who predicted 82, you're content with 70.
0: I I mean, predicting and being content are two different things, right? I don't need to be right to be content, uh, (laughs) but I will say that that's probably the bare minimum. I would say anything less than that would be a bit of a disappointment, considering the way that this season has gone at times. Yeah, I mean, they
1: were 17 and 14. Like they yeah. were over 500 yeah. after about had, a month. We did into a little the, graphic. We did like a little graphic. Yeah, They were going yeah. how far
0: up How far up over Mount 500 would they go? Yeah, That seems silly to me now. Yeah, That seems they, like season, like five years ago like we did that. But hey. Uh, Brian Abdallah says, but if you got 69. All right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, you can get this quality content by signing up. Uh, become a part of this PHNX family. Of course, uh, you can get a membership over at gophnx.com. You get to read this guy's stuff. Uh, you get all sorts of benefits, not just not just this guy's stuff, but that's that's the best perk that you get. Of course, uh, you also get if you get an annual membership, you'll get a free T-shirt over at thephnxlocker.com. Uh, if you get a month-to-month membership, you'll get your first month for just fifty cents. Regardless of your membership status, you will get access to our members-only Discord. That is, of course one of the best places to be a D D-backs fan in as well as members only discounts over at the PHNX Locker, regardless of which membership you choose. So make sure to do that. Also, if you're watching us right now on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Sign up for notifications that way you don't miss or hit the notifications button. I don't know how technology and websites work, but do the thing where you get the notifications. That way you don't miss us when we go live, because sometimes I'm too hungover to operate a computer, and it takes a while <laughs> for the com- you know show to start. But um, no, to my defense, my computer's broken, and I'm Your having computer a really is also hungover. It my computer party very hungover. hard. I have no last night idea what I did. Drew you know, I, uh, don't. I, I went to wilderness. I don't know where my computer went, so it might have gone to get shot somewhere else. Speaking of that, we <laughs> created a shot uh, called the Drew Jones last night. I think. That's what I was told. But anyway, uh, get that <laughs> membership, sign up for notifications for YouTube and all that. Also, if you're listening to us right now on your favorite audio podcasting app, subscribe to us there and leave us a five-star review if you feel we deserve it. Uh, of course, that's that's all in the past. We, we, we've, we have plenty to research and investigate and figure out about these draft picks to bring you guys some more information on them. But until then, you know what we do, right? Jesse, every week is Shark Week here. Every day is Earth Day. And every Monday... We go to the mailbag. And then once in a while, there's a that makes me go wow, wow, my Shout out to Mega Ram, by the way, who's going to be appearing at San Diego Comic Con. So that's exciting. If you Uh-oh. by chance are going to be out that way, make sure to say hey to our pal. Uh, and Jacob, without shouting at me too loudly, can we get some questions, please? From the mailbag.
2: I guess since you asked politely. Thank you. I'll be really nice to you. Let's All go right. with the first question. First what are you question. Most excited to see from the team in the second half.
0: What are we most excited to see from the team in the second half? Obviously, I think Alec Thomas is probably yeah. at the top of that list, right? Yeah. Yeah,
1: probably. Zach Gallon getting a fifth win? <laughs> That's exciting Don't jinx to think it, about. Derek. God damn Don't it, Derek. do it. Yeah. I did, I did yeah, I, I honestly think those are probably the two two biggest ones for me. Um, Alec Thomas, obviously, the ceiling there is enormous, and he's already basically a league average, probably above league average player, which is pretty great considering the guy's 22 years old. Yeah. Um. So uh, seeing him continue to rise and continue to come into his own, uh, would love to see him start hitting more balls in the air. Uh, yeah. The ground balls have been a little bit uh, in excess for Alec Thomas so far, and I think that's limited what he's been able to do offensively. Um, One of the most electric
0: moments of the first half was when we, the PHNX sports crew, was there at Chase Field and our very own Sean DePaz uh, called Alec Thomas hitting a home run before he did it. Really? Yeah. Uh, it was mostly based on his is plate music you know his walk-up song was a Millie" by uh Ah. can i make a
2: can i make a slight adjustment to that (laughs) sure i told sean to bet on it in the car on the way to the game so sean might take credit for that but that was (laughs) my call in the car on the way to the game wow That's,
0: that's father jacob back there putting down the good word uh thank you father jacob uh yeah that was that was an electric moment and yeah we haven't seen like based on that i did think we were going to see more power out of alec thomas than what we've seen so i hope to see yeah. that in the second
1: half he sure. i mean he hit a lot of ground balls in the minor leagues too uh, a lot of guys do that and have success doing it and i think he can be one of those guys but last i checked it was something like 60 61 percent which is which is very very high it's going to be really hard for him to do consistent damage in the big leagues hitting that many ground balls so the, I think on the broadcast they said, and I don't know
0: if they had the numbers to actually back this up, but they said like he leads the league in like
1: infield hits because of his speed. Yeah, that and that's why Alec Thomas hitting ground balls is not the worst thing in the world yeah. because he is very very quick and very, he's very, gonna quick. he's gonna be able to beat some of those out. But but we want to see Alec Thomas at home runs. We want to see him find the gap, you know, and yeah. and doing those things consistently requires a little bit more loft in the swing that I know he's working on. Corbin Carroll. Corbin Carroll, it's possible September, maybe we'll see. We'll see. We talk about Corbin Carroll for about at least five minutes every single we, as episode we should, and, and I yeah, I think it's he amazing. Deserves that. We should probably give him ten minutes every episode. <laughs> I mean, we should fun. have
0: Corbin's Corner or something. <laughs> Corbin's you know, Corner. Where we I just like it. take a little, little time to discuss what he's up to on a daily basis. But I mean, again, we kind of had this uh, fascination with Alec Thomas right before yeah. this uh, before this season, and Alec Thomas has really been what what we imagined he could be in more. So he's been a very pleasant addition to the roster. Uh, just want more of that. Just want more of that. I'd like to see Christian Walker start getting that batting average up to go with this power. Yeah. That's another thing I'd like to see in I'd love half. to
1: see Merrill Kelly just like finish off what has been an incredible season. Yeah, he's been very I mean, good he this won season. his ninth game yesterday. He has an ERA of like three two six, I yeah. wanna say. Yeah. I mean, if he if he finishes that over a complete season, I mean that's the best season by a starting pitcher on the Diamondbacks, probably since Zach Granke was here. Um, I mean, he has been he has been that good. I guess Zach Gallon <laughs> was incredible in twenty twenty, but that was a shortened season, so a little bit different. Four wins. Um Four wins. Four wins. Yes. See, I mean, then it was a little bit more understandable because it was a wow. sixty-game season. No, but never this season, not not understandable. So. All right.
0: Next question, Jacob.
2: Next question. So this is a big if. If Peralta is traded, could we see Carroll on an MLB roster in August or September?
0: Yeah, speaking of our second half, uh, <laughs> second half fantasies. Uh, yes, we could. We absolutely could. It's not out of the question at all. I, I think I would have a hard time believing myself as a member of the front office of this team that Corbin Carroll needs more time at AAA to develop a, a, at this point. I mean, we yeah. we saw what he did in the Futures game. We saw what he's done uh, immediately. Like, it, it didn't even take him a day to acclimate himself to being in Reno or playing on a different field or anything before he was making gold glove quality plays and yeah. hitting home runs. So there's just something special about this kid. And as far as I'm concerned... Uh, It might be a great opportunity to get him that initial time in the league to kind of get over the excitement of being here and everything and then have him come in kind of with just a little bit of seasoning at at the beginning of next season and and just be a full time member of this roster.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's played four games in Reno so far and he's hitting 267, which may not sound super impressive, but his on base percentage is 421. And he's slugging 667. He's walked four times. He has struck out only once. He's three for three in stolen bases. He already has two home runs. I mean, at what point, like, are you really going to let that guy just sit in AAA if he continues to do that? There's just no reason to not call him up. And from a service clock standpoint, we've already talked about how if, if next season, Corbin Carroll finishes first or second in rookie of the year voting, he's going to get a full year of service time next year anyway. So trying to wait, uh, and not call him up this year, trying to wait and not call him up until the end of April or early May next year, you're probably not going to gain an extra year of service time because if, if there's anyone people are betting on to be first or second in rookie of the year voting, it's this guy. I mean, he's a guy that you're going to bet on. So um, I think it's very, very possible. And if he continues to do what he's shown in Reno over these four games, I think it, it, it could happen pretty quick. All right, next question.
2: Your next question. What is your favorite D related TV content, such as Cup of Coffee, Eric Byrne Show, playing hardball, etc.? Ooh.
0: That's a good question. I like cup of coffee. I yeah. really do. Yeah. I think that for me that's my that that's what I like. You know, I, I think I would have loved to see a show like that, but with Mike Farron. And that's not to stay anything away from Bert. I think Burt does a great job with that show. I just think Mike Farron brings something different to Mike Farron's uh, just a legend. He's just, you know? a, I mean, he's, he's just a funny guy. He's he just is. a funny guy. So I think that but I really do like cup of coffee because I think it's the the side of players
1: that we don't typically get to see. Sure. I always like when Jody Jackson does like I think Jodie Jackson recently did a thing where um, she like visited the Kennedy family in their RV. Um, that was, that was pretty cool to see just she, like her telling that story and everything. She does the writing with the players too. I don't know yeah. if they still do that, but I used to really enjoy that too. Yeah. Some kind of I thing. mean, the like, best part was just seeing what kind of car the player drives, Of course, of course. But, <laughs>
0: but it was, also, it was the, also
1: interesting to hear their it, conversation. It was, yes. it
0: was a very, I, I think it's the setting. It was a great setting because it does take people a bit, uh, out of their comfort or I guess, you know, like you you have your walls up a little bit when you're sitting down at the restaurant maybe with the yeah. camera crew and everything like that. But being in the car, I think, kind of gets you a little bit uh, comfortable and kind of just answering questions in a in a way that you're
1: giving your real answers. Is it? It's the player who drives, right? And then she sits in the passenger seat or is it the other way around? I,
0: th- I think I've seen it both ways, but I'm not 100% okay. sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's a, that's probably – the stuff like that, it's great. But, yeah, Jody Jackson's awesome. Um, next question.
2: If I can get my mic on earlier this time so that there's not just dead air. Uh, <laughs> with Jones now in the fold, do you think that lights a fire under K-Rod, assuming he comes back soon, Ooh. or does it give the team more leeway to let him develop on a slower time frame?
0: I. That's a fantastic question, and I don't know anymore where Christian Robinson factors in with this team, to be honest. Yeah.
1: He's still a little bit stuck right now. Um, so – I don't think it's really a matter of him like finding extra motivation or anything. It's no. just, his situation is just still very complicated. I don't think we've gotten much resolution there at this point. Um, I believe extended spring training is over now. So that sort of leaves Christian Robinson in limbo for the moment as far as I know. So, um, yeah, I mean it, it's certainly, I, I don't think any of this is, is to question his motivation or his willingness to put in the work. I think as, as far as we know, that's all there. It's just a matter of getting his legal case figured out and, and finding a way for him to get back on the field. The issue is that, uh, as far as I'm aware, he's not able to play in games uh, where there's a paid attendance. So um, if fans are paying to to watch the games, then Christian Robinson is not allowed to play in those games. And that severely limits where he can play in the minor league system because, you know, they sell tickets at, at every level down to Visalia. Right. So it's pretty, pretty tricky. I didn't know that. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly how the legal details worked out, but apparently that was, that was the situation. Selling
0: tickets. That's, that's wild.
1: All right. Uh, and honestly, Christian Robinson,
0: again, I, I, we just saw him at the minor league minicamp this off season and he looked in shape. He looked ready to go. They had him out there, you know, with a lot of these other top prospects, like where the, the fields that he was playing on was with guys like Alec Thomas and, uh, uh de los santos and so i of mean from guys. a
1: physical standpoint he's gonna fit in with just about any, any well, yeah, group. i mean he's, that, a, he's like six three two fifteen or something sure, he's a big sure, he's sure, a big sure. kid he's pretty much majorly ready from from that standpoint it's just a matter of getting him the reps that he needs to be able to move up the ladder yeah
0: um and uh, speaking of reps uh i got plenty of reps in with my four peaks brewing company beers last night uh <laughs> Maybe too many reps, but uh, we were very excited about Drew Jones, and I was celebrating, of course, with joy. Bus, wow, wheat. Uh, of course, it's the, the perfect thing to celebrate getting the draft pick that you wanted. With uh, wanted, go to Four Peaks Brewing Company if you have a chance. Try their delicious food. Try their amazing beers. If you don't get a chance to go down there, make sure to stop by your local convenience store, or supermarket, wherever you get your beer at. Get yourself some Four Peaks. Uh, obviously, they are a local. Brewing Company it's great to support them they are doing things to support our uh, community as well we've talked about their teacher drive I'm not sure if that's still going on but they were uh, contributing a portion of their proceeds to uh, buy supplies for local teachers because teachers unfortunately have to buy them them buy those things themselves and you know in a lot of cases so uh, it's great to see them helping out the community and you can be a part of that too by going down and, and uh, simply enjoying the wonderful offerings that Four Peaks Brewing Company has to offer, uh, make sure uh, to do that and make sure to uh, tell them that your friends from PHNX sent you that we love you and uh, we love them. They're the greatest. Uh, and I forget there it was that was my decision making. That wasn't the Four Peaks that got me uh, in the state that I'm in right now. But uh, I tried to use OGs to bounce back. That didn't seem to work. It was a bad <laughs> combination of things, Jesse. But uh, we got some more mailbag questions. All right.
2: We've got two more mailbag questions. Let's go with who do we think is in the future stars game for the D-backs next season? Ooh. My money is we have four representatives. Drew Jones, Blake Walston, Jordan Lawler, and D.V. De Los Santos.
0: Yeah, I think that that's a... Uh, I mean, Drew Jones might be a bit early for next year's I mean, game, Jordan Lawler Jordan was Lawler drafted was...
1: last year and here he is. So, yeah. it's possible.
0: It is possible. I, I won't put it out of the realm of possibility, but... Uh, yeah, I think that all of those guys, I I like that Corbin Carroll's not in there because, of course, he's going to be in the lineup next year, so he's not going to be in any futures game or anything like that. Yeah, um, he'll be in the present, the present, the the present game, game. he'll be in the all star game next year. There you go, yeah, that's where we're putting him. Um, but yeah, no, that's an exciting it's it's what that's what all of this is about right now. I mean, again, sometimes you have to be patient. It sucks that we can't uh, have these young guys impact this team now, but. They will be here very soon. And I think that if the Diamondbacks can be patient themselves and maintain this course without that, you know, that thing, that, that thing that we're not going to talk about, the, the, you know, that temptation to do the thing where they, they do the thing with the player and then send them somewhere else. And then, like, you know, (laughs) then we never stop talking about it for the end, until the end of time. So, yeah, that's uh, that thing. Um, what else do we have? Do we have any from the chat, by the way? Yeah,
2: there's a couple. Uh, okay. One branching off of the last question that was just asked. Somebody said, "Any new young Dbacks pitchers possibly starting yeah. the game?" Question mark.
0: Uh, mm. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like a lot of these guys, it's kind of weird. They it's not to say they stall out, but uh, there yeah. is something about the excitement level kind of dying down within the organization as bit. they go up in you know yeah. from Double A, AA Triple A, especially with Amarillo and Reno being the two stops before they get here.
1: Yeah, right now the Diamondbacks position player group is like their stock is at an all time high. Yeah, and the and the stock on the pitchers is kind of at an all time low. Yeah, <laughs> in terms of like this group of pitchers and how how excited people have been about um you know Blake Walston and Drew Jameson and Ryan Nelson and all these guys. Um, if you look at their minor league numbers, you're going to see some six ERAs, some seven ERAs. Um, which again, a lot of that is due to um just pitching in Amarillo and pitching in Reno, which are um, to very, very hitter-friendly environments. So it's a really tough uh, situation for them to walk into. Uh, Tommy Henry is the the main name I'm looking at as a, as a starter yeah. that we could see this season. We've Tommy talked a Henry's, lot about him. He's been incredible um, this season. It could be pretty soon as well. Um, I don't know what the future is for Dallas Keuchel. We talked after his last start that maybe that could be his last with with the team, at least for the time being. Um, and Tommy Henry would definitely be a candidate to take his spot. So, um as far as other guys go, it's it's a little bit trickier. I mean, you you want to see some success in the minors before you make that move, and um, I'm not sure there's anyone else who's super close to that. Maybe Brandon Fought. Um, he's had a really good season down for Double A. He hasn't pitched in Triple A yet. Um, he's one name that I I could see getting uh, called up to the big leagues as a starter, but we'll uh, we'll have to see.
0: Clutch Canuck asks, how surprised would you be if the D-backs were active during the trade deadline? It depends on what you mean by active. I think if you mean picking up players or trying to get better, I would be shocked. I would be shocked. Yeah, that's unfortunately. True. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, but if you if you said trading away like David Peralta or even, oh my gosh. you know, at this point, we have like Christian Walker getting some conversation uh, about yeah. possibly being a trade, you know, candidate. So yeah. a couple of the bigger names on this team could be guys that get moved, and I don't think that would be surprising at all.
1: Yeah, no, I I think it's likely the Diamondbacks will make at least a move or two. Um, Yeah, the the nature of those moves is is maybe a little bit more in question. We're not expecting the Diamondbacks to um, try to acquire uh, players who will be valuable right now. That would be a little bit more of a surprise. Um, They have way too many outfielders, Derek. Um, They have way too many outfielders. Not a problem. Um, Like, how exactly are you going to find playing time for... Let's see. So we have Alec Thomas. We have David Peralta on the roster right now. You have Dalton Varsho, You have Paven Smith. You have Dominic Hanzone. You have Dominic Fletcher. Um, you have Jake McCarthy. Uh, there's just not enough room. There's no way that you can possibly give all these guys the playing time that they need. Right. And they're all basically major league ready at this point. So um, I think it's possible that they look to move a guy that we haven't even seen that much of yet. Maybe not even at all at the major league level um, in order to try to. Uh, Fill gaps elsewhere in the minor league system uh, because they just have they have a a big traffic jam there. There's also Stone Garrett. Uh, That's the other one I forgot to mention who's knocking the cover off the ball. The most incredible baseball name within the
0: organization Stone Garrett. Yeah. How can you forget that guy? Um, it sounds like you've had too many OGs, Jesse, and I know you haven't because that's not a thing you do, but that's something you can do. Uh, if you haven't had a chance already, stop by your local dispensary and pick up some wonderful treats from our friends at OGs. Uh, they are Arizona's top selling edible. They come in a variety of flavors, doses, strains, whatever you want they have for you. Uh, you can start off with a three milligram microdose and go up from there. Wonderful flavors because that's what OGs is all about. Flavoring life. They are about uh, making these edibles that sometimes don't taste great, taste delicious, maybe too delicious. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe old Derek likes them too much. I don't know. We'll see though. Uh, (laughs) That's, that's allegedly, but uh, of course make sure to stop by your local dispensary. If you haven't had a chance to already, if you're looking for OGs, you can find them online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. That's O-G-E-E-Z brands. It's this little guy, the sign behind me. Uh, So make sure to check them out. And of course, Also, if you're interested, they are having another pool party at the Maya Day Club on July 30th. I know for a fact after last night celebrating, there's no way I can make that. As a matter of fact, I'm starting to think that this party guy thing is a facade and that I can't back it up anymore (laughs) biologically, like my body can't, like my mouth's doing a lot of talking, but my body isn't backing it up. Um, I need some more water, but uh, of course, make sure to check out our friends at OG's and if you... If you like fun, definitely check out that party at the Maya Day Club because it was a blast. Uh, Jacob, we have one more question, and it's a good one. We do important.
2: We do have a question. Drew Jones versus Logan Cooley, best new drafty. (laughs) Oh my god! Look
0: at these gentlemen. Well, first of all, in that shot right there, Logan Cooley looks like he's a member of like the Stranger Things cast, right? (laughs) Like that's definitely. A, a, a young man that has like phys, like powers. He has powers, uh, but not the power that Drew Jones's hair has. Look at that! No. Look at that head of lettuce. That is incredible. <laughs> I mean, the it's 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 hard it's hard to really like pick one, right? Uh, Logan Cooley has great hockey hair. It's specifically hockey hair. He does right. It's yeah. the flow. It's the hockey flow. Whereas, I mean. You should see what some of these guys have underneath their caps lately. David Peralta being one that I think people have no idea how long his hair really is getting underneath there because he keeps it shaved up short on the sides. But David right, Peralta's right. got a, a thing going on there, too. Uh, and Brian points out both have <laughs> two first names.
1: That's a fact. Is Cooley a first yeah. name? Is Jones a
0: First Jones, name? I could see Jones. I mean, for a dog, maybe, yeah. But like Cooley is yeah, Cooley a first name? I don't know. I don't. I think he just threw that up there to completely is he talking
1: about their middle names. I don't, I don't know. Know what their middle names? I think he are. just threw me off.
0: That's all that was all about. Good job, <laughs> Brian. That was your plan. You well, succeeded. Brian
1: earlier said that Dallas keichel's throwing in the home run derby <laughs> tonight, so yeah, he's just here to cause trouble. He's just here,
0: <laughs> troublemaker. Uh, but again, that's uh, yeah, it's got, it's gotta be drew Jones because this is the baseball show. So we have to pick drew.
1: Yeah. I, I, I mean, I would pick drew. I would pick drew Jones. I I think I would. It's it's
0: a no contest. It's a no contest. All right. Well, we thank you guys again for your wonderful mailbag questions. Mailbag Monday. Wouldn't be this enjoyable without you guys. Of course, uh, you can follow us on Twitter (laughs) until the next time. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I'm a cap underscore caveman with a K. You can, you can do wellness checks on me there. This guy's at Jesse N. Friedman. Of course, our show is at phnx underscore backs, but all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Uh, we thank you guys again so much for your time. We thank the Diamondbacks for dra- drafting Drew Jones uh, on behalf of Jesse and myself. <laughs> we appreciate you guys and remember, kids. Did you do a DraftKings read? Oh, I did not. You know, I didn't. You're right, and that's <laughs> that's because they're going to let you end this show. No, I wasn't going to end the show. I was going to do it. Yeah, he was definitely going to do, do it. I was going to
1: do it. Tell him. Jesse, yep.
0: back me up yep. here. <laughs> it's
1: because... he, he likes to do that, you know, like well, do the show outro and then do And the then read, just go back. And then, then do another show outro. Yeah, I it wouldn't be the first time.
0: Um, but yeah, no, I will say this is that uh, shout out to anybody that had Holiday on the DraftKings Sportsbook app for the number one overall pick. You had a plus 800 value on that at one point, maybe even higher. I I, It was weird how his name completely fell off the the grid there for a bit. Um, But, yeah, congratulations to those of you. I haven't heard from anybody that has, but if you did, congratulations to you because I'm sure (laughs) you made a little bit of coin. You can do as a new customer, of course, if you sign up using our code of PHNX, uh, you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 as a new customer. Uh, So make sure to do that. Use our code of, uh, again, PHNX. And my computer's broken, Jacob, so I'm just going to have to let you guys know that, uh, you know, obviously all of our disclaimers and everything. Here we go. Jesse's computer worked. I got you. It is legal. You You do have to read the disclaimer. I know. I have to read the (laughs) disclaimer. Okay? It's (laughs) minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. If Jacob wasn't here, I wouldn't have gotten away with any of this. But also um, – I would have had to do another show. So thank you, Jacob, for being our guy. You're welcome guys again (laughs) for being here with us. And we appreciate your time. And remember kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you remember to do the ad reads.